This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. Here's Jerry Callahan. (laughs) (laughs) And you're good. Hey, well, I was was just... uh, just adjusting my belt here. My uh, what? You, did you guys see anything? Did you see? Did you? Did no, you see, I oh, missed it this time. Missed it this time. I didn't know that That really threw me off. <laughs> oh, thank God! I uh, just adjusting thing. You know, like uh, the underwear is a little uh, snarled up there. They my my panties were a bunch. I, did, I understand. I, you didn't. You didn't see anything, did you? Ooh, thank God. Not this that time. Did. I mean, why do you think I, I log on late some mornings? Because I, I I'm very. I, I want to turn off the webcam. That that could have been a career changer. That could have been great. We'll we'll get into the uh, the the most hilarious scandal uh, of recent times. I have to admit, I'm going to tell you why the uh, downfall of Jeffrey Tubin is a good thing for decent people, for polite oh, society. Oh, okay. I'll explain to you why this is karma and why what? he's a total scumbag and why this is hilarious. There's nothing sad about it. You'll hear people, you'll hear people on CNN probably say, oh, it's sad what happened to Jeffrey too, but it's not sad. It's funny and it's good and it's karma. And I, and, and I'm enjoying it. And I, and I, I need to ask you guys, I need to ask uh, Reamer and uh, Colin to explain some of this to me. Cause I'm a little confused on it. I'm also confused. We got the, the latest on the Hunter Biden scandal. One of the, wildest scandals in political. I'm sorry. I'm already falling asleep. You mentioned Hunter Biden. I mean, Oh, I'm sorry. That's falling. Yeah. Yeah. I I could see why you'd be falling asleep. A guy, uh, you know, with hookers and cocaine and selling the, 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 uh, access to the white, to communist China. Not real sexy at all. No, it's it's uh, really boring. It is amazing that 65 million people are going to go vote for the guy who has literally, made millions selling oh, his access God. to him to the to the communist chinese but we'll get into that i'd love to hear a, a a good defense of this from a journalist because it's not just a political scandal it's a journalist scandal a journalism scandal also 50 cent my now my favorite rapper has endorsed donald trump will tell you why and uh is there a bigger asshole on planet earth than Michael Savage. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll, uh, we'll ask that question and we'll tell you what Savage had to say about, uh, dying Rush Limbaugh. Uh, you won't believe it. I mean, he's just the worst, but, uh, we'll get into all that, uh, on the Callahan podcast brought to you by DCU digital federal credit union. Love your car, but hate your car payment. No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they could help lower your monthly payments, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right. I know there are people listening to this podcast who hate when I say this, but Alex Reamer is here today. Dave Cullinane's here today. Reamer, I'm, I don't care what people say. As I say this all the time, I am fascinated by someone like you who is a journalist. I mean, you went to journalism school. You've been in journalism. Now you write for various publications. You do you do my podcast. You do various other podcasts. I mean, you understand. I mean, you went. You didn't really go to a real college. You went to BU, but you know what journalism is. 
And it and you see what a waste of money journalism school is if I am a product of it. It fascinates me that someone who considers himself a journalism doesn't want to hear anything about this Hunter Biden, Joe Biden scandal, which is if you were a journalist, it would be uh, the biggest story in the world to you. So if I was a journalist, like the journalist at the New York Post who worked on the story and then didn't want their name on it because they were, you know. That is true, according to the New York Times, which, again, you can't believe a word in the New York Times. The New York Post, as I said, is the biggest newspaper in America, the best newspaper in America. That's not true at all, Jerry. Jerry, it's not the biggest newspaper in America. The New York Times and Washington Post have far more subscribers. They don't count. They're not not newspapers. They're not newspapers. Oh, they're PR. They're just PR wings of the Biden camp. You know that. So the New York Post, Jerry, which is owned by Rupert Murdoch, and these articles were written, and the byline was a foreign producer of Hannity who had never had a byline in the New York Post before. Yeah, the New York Post is not in the bag for Trump. You're right. Totally. Hold on, Reamer. Hold on. Who cares? What does it matter what byline? Well, I'm just saying it's the New York Times is a propaganda outfit. Fine. But Jerry, let's at least call the New York Post what it is. I mean, come on. Kate Reamer, I can't believe this. Again, I'm glad you're here because you're insane. This is unbelievable to me. You're you're nitpicking, criticizing the story or invalidating the story because of whose byline is on it. Who cares if it said no? If it said Mickey Mouse, who cares who's validating the story? Because A, I don't think it's true. And B, oh, go ahead. Hold on, Alex, please, please. One at a time, okay? This is going to be like like Thursday's debate. We're going to have I'm pulling down my pants. I'm going to have Kristen Wilson, a hardcore Democrat with the mute button anytime Trump's. Okay, yeah. And can we talk about this too? I I have a lot to get to with you you, here today. Hold on. Hold on, Alex, please. Please. Are you like especially wired today? Yes. I want to hear from I'm you. on the same steroids that Trump is on. I'm ready to go. I need to hear from <laughs> you because this to me is bizarre. I mean, you're an idiot, but you're not a complete moron. You don't care about the story because somebody's byline was on it and they didn't. Well, let me just say the reason they don't want it is because they'll get doxxed. You know, they'll get attacked. They'll, I mean, you can't do journalism in this day and age if it hurts joe biden or you'll get hurt professionally personally i don't blame someone it's a great story but there are people from the new york post out front and you should be saluting them they are digging in their heels twitter which i hope uh, i hope jack dorsey has to appear before the senate this week i hope they grill him please tell me they're going to grill him it's the most uh, uh, insane uh, uh, example of uh, uh, election interference I've ever seen what Twitter is doing. The, the Twitter account of the New York Post is still locked. They still can't tweet because they dared report a story that is damaging to one party, to one guy. It's all it's completely filled with facts. It's been verified. There's nothing uh, flawed or, or dishonest about it. And they can't tweet. They can't even tweet out their story because Twitter is so in the bag for one candidate over another. But I need you to be honest. I need you to be honest. You, you know this isn't Russian disinformation, correct? Uh, our intelligence officials say it is. 
No, they don't. They said just the opposite. John Radcliffe went, which is rare, went on TV and said Russia has nothing to do with yeah, this. John Radcliffe, who's Trump's self-picked uh, head of DNI. I have a headline from Politico. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation, dozens of former intelligence officials say. Okay, that it is not true, and you know it. I mean, this is what drives me nuts, and it, everything you do, lots of things you do drive me nuts, but we'll, we'll, uh, you know it's not true. You know there's nothing about Russian dis- – you know this has nothing to do with Russia. It's a lie. It's a so, lie. So, Jerry, so you be- – I mean, there's a number of things. Let's first start with the first premise. You believe that Hunter Biden, or purportedly Hunter Biden, brought this laptop to a repair shop in Delaware, never picked it up, and the owner – Gives it to Rudy Giuliani's attorney. I mean, that story doesn't raise red yes. flags to you. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Of course, he Jerry. brought it to the. Uh, yes, of course, of course, it's what happened, Alex. So, so that so that is believable to you that Hunter Biden, as fucked up as he is, would leave a laptop at a random repair shop in Delaware, and then that owner somehow just happens to know Rudy's attorney. Well, no, he went to the FBI first. He brought it to the FBI almost a year ago. But the FBI is so corrupt, they did nothing with it. He brought it to Mike Lee. He did nothing with it. Finally, uh, this is eight, nine months after he brought it to the FBI, and no one did anything with it. He brought it to Rudy Giuliani. Now, you t- that's obviously seems a little Seems a little strange to me. Okay, what do you – why? I don't even understand. What do you mean? I need you to help me with this. How are the Russians involved? Well, they could, have hacked, they, they, could have, they could have hacked the emails. What? <laughs> Alex, it's it's already been verified. The other people on the email chain have already verified it. They didn't hack the emails. Did they somehow set them up with those pictures? With the, when well, he, just because they hacked the emails doesn't mean the emails aren't true. I mean, they verified yeah, it. I, 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 I was wrong. I give up. I thought Alex was going to be honest enough as a journalist to say. But honestly, but, that, but, that, but that's all a sideshow. Russia, I don't, I don't really care whether it's Russian or not. I mean, what, what I'm, my point with Hunter Biden is, is that even if this is all true, that uh, Biden did meet with this Burisma executive and by the way, I think Hunter Biden was obviously using his father's name to make money. There's no way he deserved to be on the board of that company for $50,000 a month. Of course, Hunter Biden was using Good, the office of the vice president. But I would say every rich kid does that. Everybody does. And the grift of the Trump kids, I mean, come on. We're, we can't talk about Hunter Biden and ignore what's been happening for four years with the Trump kids. It's disingenuous. So, so are it's we, ridiculous. Are we moving on? So, are we moving on? So frankly... Well, so, let me just, so frankly, I don't care about the Hunter Biden story because it is small potatoes. Small potatoes. So you think a sitting vice president taking a kickback from the communist Chinese and hosting them in the White House, that's small potatoes? Okay, I, say, I don't know that part. I don't know that part of it. I just, I, I, I don't I know about the kick. I just know that these emails allege that Joe Biden met with this Burisma executive after well, Hunter Biden intro them, right? So- and it's yeah. obviously he demanded the firing of the prosecutor who's looking into right. Burisma, his son's because, company. But we don't know That's why. But, but, but Jerry, but Jerry, but, but Obama administration officials have said and international officials have said that prosecutor, Victor Shokin, was fired because he was not investigating corruption in Ukraine, not because he well, was. Well, he, no, he was investigating Burisma. I mean, he, the guy is still He wasn't, though. He wasn't investigating Burisma. He wasn't. Yes, he was. And, he was and not investigating. Joe Biden is on videotape. 
demanding they fire him or they don't get the billion in foreign aid. It's on videotape. We have a Jerry, Jerry, we have a president of the United States whose children are running the Trump organization, making money off the Trump organization, and foreign dignitaries, foreign leaders are staying there. They're using the power of the presidency to enrich themselves, to start to starve off all this debt that he owes. I mean, so come on. It's this is small potatoes. First of all, you're just making that up as you go along. It just amazes me. Why can't you admit that your that your candidate is an absolute mess? He's he's oh. taking the week off. There are two weeks to, to election day. We here it is. It is Tuesday, October twentieth, and the election is in two weeks. And your candidate's taking four days off, going home, putting a lid on it. Because, so what? I, I don't, so what? I don't care. I mean, I've come to the conclusion a long time ago. Joe Biden is like this water bottle. I mean, that's fine. He's up by twelve points. Unless there, he looks like he's going to kick your guys's ass. I mean. So five, okay. put a lid on it for two weeks. I don't care. You don't care. Do you, do you worry? Do you worry? Cause I would be worried. First of all, he's totally corrupt. He's totally dishonest. Secondly, I hate to break it to Jake Tapper, yes. but he's in cognitive decline. He can't handle the oh, campaign. Jerry, Jerry they're, they're both in cognitive decline. They're both insane. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Trump's not insane, but he's not in cognitive decline. Uh... He's, He's on top of his game. He's doing free rallies a day. Amazing. Does it bother you? Does it bother you as a journalist? Again, I think I'm giving you too much credit because you're uh, first you are. and foremost. I'm not, not really a journalist. First and foremost, you're like an Antifa soldier, for Christ's sake. You're insane. Secondly, he was he had the media had access to him for a brief moment the other day on Sunday. He was getting a milkshake with his granddaughter, getting a milkshake. And I believe he bought some of the media uh, people milkshakes and they, you know, they, they, they love him for it. They love him. And one media member dared, first of all, they asked what flavor milkshake. That was a tough question. And even that question, I don't know if you can get that Colin and we played it yesterday, but I want to play it again. Cause even that question, what flavor did you get? Mr. Biden? He couldn't handle that. He's Mr. Biden, <laughs> Mr. Biden, what flavor did you get? We got one vanilla, one chocolate, but I wanted to get a what we call black and white, but we're gonna move it and we're gonna split it. And one more question. So, so what flavor did you get? We had one chocolate, one vanilla, and we were gonna get black and white, but then we were gonna move it. Blah, 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 blah. He can't even answer come that. On, question no, Jerry, come on. That was fine. You you this is ridiculous. That was fine. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. The guy, this is I mean, Jerry, of all the things to pick on, I mean, really? What? I'm I'm picking on the media, stupid. I'm saying yeah. Can we talk about the us. media? This is oh, go ahead. Because I, I have something I actually you're, really okay, want to you're, say. You're a go media ahead. critic. Again, I think I'm giving you too much credit, but they have access to him for 30 seconds. And one of the questions is, what flavor milkshake did you get? Anyway, they follow it up with a question. It shouldn't even say with a question. The guy got three letters out. Not a word. He said FBI oh and Biden ran from the hills. And worse, worse, the other media members who were standing there started laughing. It is, I mean, I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. Journalism is dead. The media has gone round the bend, to quote <laughs> the hero Joe, Joe Biden. They're an embarrassment. They're an embarrassment. This guy's embroiled in a scandal. We have <sighs> the. Who's, what scandal? 
Alex, I'm sorry. I generally think you will read up. You'll do your homework. Jerry, nobody, Jerry, honestly, nobody even understands what you're talking about. I mean, this Hunter Biden thing, this Hunter Biden thing is so simpler. Jerry, it's not Hillary. It doesn't stick. It's like, it's a terrible, terrible encore from 2016. Everyone's leaving the amphitheater. Nobody's around. Yes, they're trying the same thing that they did in 2016. They're saying lock him up instead of lock her up. It's not working. It doesn't stick. This is a boring scandal. What are you talking about? A terrible encore of what does that even mean? They're they're trying to pull out the same things they did in 2016 with Hillary and the emails, the corruption, and it worked because Hillary is taking a podcast or this isn't, uh, you know, your Boston magazine column. Here, we're going to tell the truth. Here, we're going to give you some facts. So you don't agree we should have daylight saving all year long? I I mean, come on, Jerry. But but the the fact is... I mean, this isn't even disputable. Here's the amazing thing. We've moved on from disputing the facts to just complete cover-up mode. Complete cover-up. I'm not covering it up. I'm telling you, I think Hunter Biden did not deserve to be on the board of Burisma. I think Hunter Biden used his father's position to try and make money. And I don't give a shit. That's my position on it. Okay, if you paid attention, if you even looked at the emails, I know you think they're Russian, which is insane, but... So, so some of the emails pertain to uh, China, communist China. And in the deal, Hunter gets 10 million a year for introductions, just introductions. And he has to kick 10, I believe, 10% up to the big guy. That would be Joe Biden. That would explain how Joe Biden lives like Kanye West mansions everywhere. I mean, mansions everywhere. A guy who's been a government employee his whole life. Has a is insanely wealthy. That's because he's taking money. It's clear, and 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 you know you could still vote for him. You could still elect him. I already did. Voted yesterday. Oh, good. But you don't want him to even answer a question about it. You don't think he should even answer a question? He should answer a question right after Trump tells us all the money that his kids have made off the president. Unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. I have an alleged journal. It's it's small potatoes, Jerry. It's small potatoes. potatoes? A guy taking money whilst in the sitting in the in the office of the vice president taking money from communist China. You you think it's China? I have have a number for you. Go ahead. Not only is that not small potatoes, that's disqualifying. That's he shouldn't even be. Yes, that's disqualified. Okay, so how about from the great Joan Vanaki here, Ivanka oh, Trump. The Chinese government has granted 41 trademarks to companies linked to Ivanka Trump. They got approved 40% faster after 2016 than before 2016. So that's just one small example of the Trump children okay. making okay. money off we're, of China. We're gonna, we're gonna, since, since Alex is completely bought in, he's, he's – I haven't bought in. I told you the hey, emails are real. Channel, you, right, if, I think the emails are honest, real. If you're going to be honest, you say this guy who is a coward, by the way. Biden is a coward. He won't stand there for Joe Biden one is minute not a coward. and explain it. Okay, Jerry. Nobody, so you, Jerry Joe Biden nope. has lost his wife. He's lost his son. Oh, and he's still here standing. How about you? I would like you you lose your wife and your son and still be there standing like Joe Biden. I mean, really. He is not a coward. Down? What'd you say? Because so, so, he lost his wife 40 years ago. He's not, he's allowed to take bribes from China. No, I don't think he's a coward. 
okay, why won't he face the media and answer the question? He's walked away. He just he, he wouldn't want to because he wasn't started asking the question and he walked away. But anyway, okay, so 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 who would, who would be the Democratic equivalent of Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon? Uh, who Loretta Lynch and whoever? Mainstream media. So let's say they, you know, get some hacked emails and bring it to the New York Times, New York Times publishers. Would you like Donald Trump to answer those questions? No, you wouldn't. You know who the you know the equivalent of Rudy Giuliano would be? Everybody in the mainstream media. They have all this his rapid response team is the mainstream media. This is the most dishonest effort I've ever seen for in media. And I'm not talking, I mean, you're reading the Boston Globe. They don't count. They're they're irrelevant. I'm talking. Washington Post, New York Times, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, all of them, all of them completely in the tank. They know this is Russian disinformation, and yet they echo, they parrot this ridiculous line, this lie from Adam Schiff and Chris Murphy, that that sleaze from Connecticut who says, obviously, this is Russian. It is not, and they know it's not. They're just lying, and people will repeat the lie if it helps Joe Biden. I okay, find I'm that, sorry for even bringing like that up. You, someone like you should, uh, who's you know, who's been through this, who's say been canceled, but you've been close. Um, it should bother you. Does it bother you what Twitter and Facebook and the and the big tech bullies are doing? Does that bother you? Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't think the story should have been censored at all. I think that's a very slippery slope. I mean, hacked materials. Uh, Edward Snowden, that was hacked. Uh, you know, let's go on down the line. I mean, so of course, Everything, no. Pentagon papers were Pentagon had. papers, right? So I don't, no, I don't think they should have. And it made it a bigger story than it was because if this thing wasn't uh, censored on social media, honestly, Jerry, nobody outside of your Breitbart circle jerk would even understand what it is. So it, it's true. They've elevated the story, which is a good thing. And they've elevated the New York Post, the only newspaper in America. But it is chilling. They, they, suspended the spokesperson from the president they've they've, they've uh labeled you know one put warnings on the president's twitter when if if your guy biden wins big tech it will have uh it'll be open season on anyone who steps out of line that should be chilling to you as a journalist it should be chilling to everybody i don't care how much you hate trump the idea that twitter and facebook the two two most powerful companies in the world right now, Google, Twitter, and Facebook, the, the three most powerful companies uh, are just licking their chops saying, once we get rid of the orange man and once we flip the Senate, there's no stopping us. We will suspend anybody we disagree with. We will ban anybody. All right. Today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth. Again, here with my friend Dave McDonough. Dave, election three weeks away. Give me a little market update uh, because of all this craziness. Dave, solid week last week, plus four. Uh, seven and a half for the year. Almost made up all of our losses from September. Bottom line is two things. We had a good treatment news. For, for those of you out there that support the president, Regeneron, positive treatment news. We also heard from the president that he's wanting the Congress to go big with a stimulus package. Did that happen this week? The answer is no. Politics is here to stay. Let's talk about that election. Stimulus, go big, good Trump tweet. All right? Good yeah, Trump a good, tweet. Good, actually, it made the market move. But again, nothing is moving in Congress. Democrats are betting that he's out. And they'll be able to get a bigger stimulus package through in February. They're forgetting about the people that need the dough right now. 
All right. So we tell people to go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter as well. But you got to timely report market responses to the election uncertainty. Hey, you've got to educate yourself. Listen, it's going to get more volatile between now and the election day. Educate yourself on the what ifs. What if the Democrats take over the Senate? What if they take over the presidency? What will that do to your portfolio? Get proactive. This is good information by smart people. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Market responses to election uncertainty. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement to get your hands on this bad boy. Thank you, Dave. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. You want to talk about oftentimes, and you know this as well as anyone, oftentimes slippery slope is, is used as an excuse. It's, it's deceiving. This is the definition of a slippery slope. A year ago, Alex Jones was banned. And what did we do? We said, oh, that guy's nuts. Or Milo Yiannopoulos a couple of years ago, they're banned. Or Laura Loomer. And you say, yeah, you know, those people are nuts, especially you, because they're conservatives. And you say, who cares? It's, it's Milo Yiannopoulos. You know, he's crazy. Who cares? A year later, a year, they're banning the press secretary for the president of the United States. They're suspending regularly James yeah, but Woods. She, but she's, oh, James Woods, God forbid. But she but she's not really a press secretary. She's just okay, like stop, a troll. Stop, Alex. That's her job, press uh, secretary. She's a, uh, but she's a troll. You know that. She's there to okay, troll people. So you have no problem with Twitter suspending the press secretary for no the I, I i don't think kaylee mckinney should be suspended oh, but geez. let's not call her a press secretary okay. she's uh, a troll listen, she's a she's a I, white I, house I need, troll i need to talk to my listeners here my listeners ladies and gentlemen this is why i have alex on he's insane this is the, he represents half the country right now which is frightening twitter and facebook are banning anybody and everyone the press secretary for the united states they're oh my god the account of the only newspaper that's actually doing journalism and Alex Reamer has no problem with it. I like crazy people. I like people who represent, you know, the, the, the radicals out there. I used to be the radical fringe, but now it's the radical mainstream. Alex Reamer does not mind that Twitter is banding the press secretary of the, of the United States, the president of the United States. He does not mind. They're banning mainstream conservatives, Charlie Kirk, because he oh, doesn't like them. Charlie Kirk. You don't, Alex, the name is irrelevant. Let's make up a name. Charlie Brown. Okay. They banned Charlie Brown. Even worse. He said something because he said something Jack Dorsey doesn't like. And that doesn't bother you? No. I mean, all I'll say is first they came for Alex Jones and I did right. not speak out. Then they came for Laura Loomer and I did not speak out. Then they came for the press secretary and I did not speak out. And then, when Jerry, we, when we, they when came for, out. and then they came for me. So yeah. <laughs> hey, when when will you speak out? When 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 they come for me? When they come for Turtle no. Boy? Because they've already come for Turtle Boy. Nah, Turtle Boy deletes his account on his own and just uh, he makes it up. But um, he's uh, I, I yes I I Jerry I would if they deleted your Twitter I would follow you to Parlor. So I would okay. I'm always a Jerry Cowan. You're not doing just what is it called when they just keep taking followers away? Every day I lose like a hundred followers. The purge. We're getting purged. It's the purge. Purged. Uh, and I, sh in a way, it should upset me more than it does, but I kind of feel honored. I feel like I've made it. They're they're purging me. They're coming after me. And you have six hundred you know? followers now. That's it. Amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be there soon, pal. Trust me on this. But I I, I think it, the, the the there's such hatred on your side for Trump, and it gets worse every day because he's getting cockier. He's getting a little jiggier on the trail. I mean, yesterday he went off on 
on uh, Fauci calling him a, a, an idiot. He called Biden a criminal. Then he turned to the media and said, you know who else are criminals? You are. You're criminals for not reporting it. Now, that's all true, but not like real criminals would get arrest, but it's certainly they're certainly immoral, unethical. And he's getting crazier and it's bothering your side more. And it, it's like you've decided, you've decided as a block, you, you, you and your 60 million crazy radical left-wing friends <laughs> have decided that nothing matters except stopping the big bad orange man. If that means that we have to abandon our principles, if that means we have to lie about Russian information, if that means we have to support censorship uh, by big tech, you're all in. That doesn't bother what, you at Perry, all. What principles are we abandoning? I mean, is like, 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 uh, like agreeing to a peaceful like, oh, transition. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, free speech, the First Amendment, free press. I mean, things that used to matter. I understand they're just they're not really important principles. You know, it's only the First Amendment. Pfft, who cares about that? We have to stop Trump. That's the way you are right now. You're saying the hell with the First Amendment. We must stop. Donald I Trump. don't think the article should have been taken off of Twitter and Facebook. I told you that. Okay, I think show that was me the, the column. You write columns every day. You get your own Substack newsletter. I do. It's wildly successful. Yeah. yeah. And how do you subscribe to that again? Just sign up for an email. It's free for now. Wait, where do you? Oh, Jesus, Alex. How do you? <laughs> Reamer.substack.com. I have hey, my own URL. Crazy person. And he writes. He's a good writer. You can Thank f- you. find it at Reamer.substack, Forbes, Boston Magazine. He's very. As I always say, the hardest working commie there is certainly harder working than his candidate for president. Wow. I agree uh, there. And he doesn't think the First Amendment is all that important. It's not as important. It's as very important. It's okay. very important. I don't think anybody should be suspended off Twitter, but let's not act like Kaylee McEnany is some distinguished public servant. She's a troll. She's the press secretary for the she's president. A, she's, a, she's, a, she's a glorified Newsmax pundit who's up on the White House oh, podium. No, I mean, you are hopeless. This is hopeless. I swear to God, you are hopeless. Um, here it, it is, and I, I explained this yesterday. I'm going to explain it again. We've reached the point, and this isn't a conspiracy theory because I don't do conspiracy. I don't like conspiracy theories. You, you never know, no, right? No, I don't. You know why? I'm talking like you know Alex Jones, like Sandy Hook, or idiotic oh. things about uh, you know the the QAnon. Which I, you know what? I don't want to d- discuss this with you because you're crazy. You go off the rails. I'm with President Trump. I don't know what it is either. I don't care what it is. QAnon, of course he knows. QAnon is not burning buildings. They're not blinding police officers. They're not beating people up. That's Antifa. That's Black Lives Matter. QAnon is not a factor. Neither are white supremacists. Yeah, they're only they're shooting not- up uh, pizza places. I mean, you know, the pizza. Oh, geez, yeah, that just happened. When was that again? That was four years ago. But I- Four years ago. Since then. Your side has caused at least two billion in damages. They've murdered at least two dozen people in these riots. But hey, QAnon's the problem. And you know what? It is. Which brings me to my next point, my next topic here. If you Jerry, will. Trump's own FBI says that right wing oh, terrorists is our biggest FBI. You want to blame Trump for one thing? It would be elevating this dirtbag Christopher Ray, who had. Hunter Biden's computer for, for the last 10 months. But anyway. Yeah, and looked at his emails not, and fell asleep and said, This is not, boring. Not let's doing, let's move on. Because you are not you are not 
rational. You're not reasonable. You just go off the rails. You're I don't know. I don't know what QAnon is. I don't know what it stands for. I don't know what it believes. I don't. Those are, I don't. There's going to be a QAnon congressperson in Congress next year. So get used okay, to then it. Maybe, maybe I'll understand what the big threat is from QAnon. But I you know, watch the news. I'm online all day. I see lots of damage done by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. I don't see a lot of damage done by QAnon. They shot up a pizza parlor five years ago. Anyway, the whole system right now, and it, maybe it's just for the next couple of weeks because there's nothing more important than getting rid of the president that that uh, led us to the best economy in the United States history. There's nothing more important than get rid of the president that's got us out of all these endless wars. There's nothing more important than the president getting rid oh of the president God. who's okay. raised the average household income $6,500 which is like 10 times more than Obama did over now? eight years. Nothing, nothing more important. I understand, Alex, I'm speaking for you. There's nothing more important than get rid of that guy who has led us to this point where we are uh, of, of peace and prosperity in America. We got to get rid of him. We got to get back to more regulation, higher taxes and endless wars. That's important. But anyway. Endless wars, Jerry. We're still in Iraq. We're still in Afghanistan. Where? When have the wars stopped? When's the, when's the last time you know uh, we've lost uh, you know a, a, a group of soldiers, a platoon in in, in Afghanistan? I, I'd, I'd have happened. to read. I don't know. Okay, hasn't happened. We're not uh, losing soldiers since, every since day. When? We're not losing Marines every day. We're getting out. He said. I don't think we're, we're losing out. Marines every day four years ago, but we're losing Marines uh, and soldiers. Uh, we we were we're, we're getting out of Afghanistan. We are. Okay, it's, it's, I guess it's I'm been not a sure slow why they don't do it today, but he said it. You know, he's pissed off the generals. That's a good thing. Anyway, we're not embroiled in endless wars. This is a good thing. What Trump has done is a great thing. Anyway, anyway, because everyone just hates his personality and hates his tweets and they hate they hate the things he says. You know about their heroes. They hate the fact that he uh, denigrates their hero. You know, Biden. Biden. We must get rid of him. And I think it is the, the the whole thing. Everything we see, everything we hear is designed to get rid of Trump, including the debate commission. One thing we have to give him credit for is he's exposed these scumbags at every level. Well, now we see in the we just how vile these people are. And we see in the debate commission, which I never give a thought to, are a bunch of never-Trumpers and a bunch of liberals. It is rigged. The debate system is rigged. So far, there's been... How many debates have there been? There's been two. It's been one. One presidential debate and one presidential debate, both moderated by hardcore liberals who are hoping to get Biden and Harris elected. The second presidential debate was canceled. They knew it would be. They The morning after Pence had his big victory over Harris... They released a statement at 7.30 a.m. This is a debate commission with a bunch of liberals and never Trumpers like Olivia Snow and John Danforth and Jane Harmon and all these people who hate Trump, who want Trump out. They released the new rules. They say it's going to be virtual knowing Trump, A, would be fine to do it in person and B, would not agree to a virtual debate. So they spared their guy, Biden, the embarrassment of a second debate. Excuse me, Jerry. Biden is up by like 10 points nationally. He doesn't need to debate. Trump is the one who's behind and needs the debate. Correct. Correct. So, Trump so wants to debate. Biden yeah. doesn't. So the debate okay. commission accommodated Biden. They got rid of the second debate. And by the way, the second debate moderator, a Trump hater named Steve Scully, turned out to be a total scumbag, uh, I, a liar, I, 
This is good. A liar and a fraud who you know said he got hacked. And you know what's hilarious? Look at all the, the tweets from Scully's pals in the swamp saying, Oh, if he said he was hacked, I believe him. And I'm looking at it going, You go with that, dude. You go with that because it's a lie. It's always a lie. It turns out it was a lie. He's been suspended. He'll be back, and everyone will say, Oh, he made a mistake. But anyway. Debate number three, the final debate, the final. Do you, do you really think he should have been suspended for like tweeting at Scaramucci? Talk about things I don't even understand. I don't even understand yes, that course, story. Of course he should. That's Scaramucci's the leading Trump hater out there. Oh, he, he was right, just joking. He despises Trump and he's coordinated with the guy who hates Trump. Oh, coordinating. Anyway, he, would, Alex, he tweeted he at Scaramucci, should I talk to Trump? He was like trying he to be funny or something. for Joe Biden. He worked for Ted Kennedy. He's yeah, but that's, not why he, but that's not why he was suspended. He was suspended. He never should have been a moderator. He never should have been a moderator. Uh, Jerry, anyway. you didn't even know who Steve Scully was three weeks ago. I mean, now we're right. acting like I he's like I don't want to know. I know now. I did my research. Yeah, very, he's a very influential figure. My thumb has more he's, followers he's than Steve Scully. He's, and a even, like he's a Wallace, C-span just like guy. Susan Page, just like Kristen Welker. Anyway. Okay, see, this is what I love. Susan Page, Steve Scott. I mean, these are like E-listers who were ranting and raving E-list about. Democrats. I mean, Honest to God. Susan Page. Do you know, Steve has anyone ever is, in the world read Susan Page? What is she? She's like a USA Today. USA Today, which is a left-wing. Uh, the USA. Uh, you. That's what she they leave under your door. The USA a, Today is what they leave under your door at the Holiday Inn. It is not a left wing anything. It. Alex, it doesn't matter where they leave it. At the, it's a left wing rag who okay. hates Trump. It's okay, Susan rag. Page hates Trump. That's a fact. Anyway, let me finish. On Thursday, we have the third and well, I should say the third, the second and final debate. The whole damn thing is rigged. They now are giving this Kristen Welker, whose whole family are devoted liberals, Democrats, have given a fortune to Democrats. We already know she doesn't like Trump. We already know she's rooting for Biden. She's going to have the her finger on the mute button. That, to me, is outrageous. I mean, who? so Joe Biden will not, if he dares ask her, ask him about Hunter Biden and the scandal, this, this incredible uh, 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 selling of influence to the vice president scandal. She can hit the mute button. That's it. Joe Biden only has to survive another hour and a half. It'll be two on one. It'll be Kristen Welker and Joe Biden with Kristen Welker's finger on the mute button. That's incredible to me that Donald Trump or anybody is never going to be able to ask Joe Biden to explain this scandal. It's unbelievable. And I'm already ready to, to, to you know, to, um, do the recap of Thursday's debate and talk about how unfair it was because you know it will be unfair. You know the whole damn thing is rigged. So we'll move off Chris Wallace and go to Kristen Welker. Is she the next target? Yes. Well, yes, I'm just, I just said that. She's the one who's going to be teaming up with Biden to stop Trump. Okay. Yes. So Chris Wallace can sleep at night at Jerry Callahan. will stop harassing him I on not. social media. I will not. And this bothers the hell out of me. I know this doesn't mean much to you or anyone else, but I'm watching Hannity last night and he's talking about how the whole debate thing is rigged. And it is. And he said, this is two uh, liberals in a row, Steve Scully and Kristen Welker, uh, that they've had moderate these presidential debates. And I'm screaming at my TV going, what about Chris Wallace, your co-worker? This bothers me, Alex. This bothers me that the everybody at Fox was given orders. Do not criticize Chris Wallace. They know he's a scumbag. And they're not allowed to say it. 
Even Tucker couldn't say it. Greg Gutfeld couldn't say it. They all had Wallace's back, even though they know Wallace is a piece of garbage. Corporate anyway. suck-ups. Tucker Carlson, a corporate right. suck-up. Yep, yep. yep. You, he, if he was at Intercom, he'd be, you know, recapping the third inning to open up the show. He's a corporate <laughs> stooge. Cam Newton is. Oh, he's just yep. amazing. He's got two he's, touchdown passes after five games, but he's amazing. He's bring, it, it's raining and he's bringing a raincoat. Number Cam Newton, one so. in the hearts, number one. Anyway, um, this debate is going to push me over the edge. I'm going to be more unhinged than you uh, Thursday night at about uh, but they were They do have time to go back and forth. It's just two minutes after the topic, and then after each person's two minutes, they get to go at it. So it, you know What's going to be funny is watching Trump when he gets muted. Because yeah. here's what someone said. is Obviously, the big challenge is two challenges here. One for Biden has been able to talk coherently for two straight minutes. I don't think he's done that in decades. That could be funny. That's one disadvantage. Like when Trump interrupted in the first debate, it saved Joe Biden from having to put a thought together because he's a mess. Secondly, if Trump, let me ask you guys this. If Trump is muted by Biden's surrogate, Kristen Welker, can he yell over it? Can he, without a mic, will he be heard? Yes, and it's going to be such a shit show, and it's going to be Which, great. There's Which no way. If he would I, mean, I, 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 know, like, I like shit shows. If yeah, he, he would. Yelling, if he starts yelling and Biden, first of all, Biden, everyone says Biden, uh, Trump ruined the first debate. Obviously, that shows you true colors. Biden's the one that uh, told uh, Trump to shut up, called him a clown. Said oh, my God. Ever. How mean. I don't. I got no problem with it, but let's not pretend it was Trump that oh, got down in the mud. It was Biden. Yeah, who right. Handle it. Jerry, yeah, it Biden. I'm glad Jerry, we agree. That, but that's crazy. But if he can yell over the mute button, it's going to be incredible. TV. It's going to be entertaining as hell. But I think I think Trump is under orders. In fact, I heard one of his campaign spokesmen, Steve Cortez, say that he will not get in the way when Biden starts going off the the rails like his train of thought goes off the rails trump is going to let him go which will be tough for trump he's used to you know butting in and interrupting but i look forward to biden attempting to put a thought together for two straight minutes i don't think he can do it yeah exactly i think trump as you mentioned uh, saved biden from his own incoherence uh, a couple weeks ago so so we'll see but trump is definitely going to be yelling uh without the mic <laughs> It's going to be good. But here's the other thing. The other reason it's obviously rigged is they. she came out with the topics, Kristen Welker, and it was the usual crap. Who, by the way, has deleted her Twitter, interestingly enough. Is that true? Because Yeah, is Trump, it true? Somebody put that in the comment Trump section. And then Brian Seltzer, who was like the voice, the Biden surrogate, when Biden goes into hiding, Brian Seltzer handles all the, uh, you know, the, the questions for him. He says that's disputed. Doesn't matter. She's a hardcore Democrat, just like, Kelly, just like Page, just like Wallace. Uh, but, uh, but she gave the topics, and thank God we finally get to talk about climate change. I'm looking forward to that and race Good. relations. But this whole debate was supposed to be about foreign policy. They changed the rules because – that right now is Trump's strength. He's got all oh, these Oh, yeah. He's such a, such so good at hey, it. You, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. She hasn't. Tell me what. She's tell different. me your complaint, your criticism of Trump on foreign policy. Uh, she hasn't tweeted since like early September, though. So she's yeah, been that's not an answer. You just uh, said. Trump, you just uh, I don't know. He loves. 
He loves he, he loves Vladimir Putin, President Erdogan, uh, every dictator. You know, he said originally China was doing a great job on the coronavirus, doing a great what? job. What? Hey, he said that originally. He, they have it under control. What? Uh, what? He said the, he put a travel ban in place. Uh, Biden called him xenophobic. Okay, yeah, I know. He, Andre, I, I'm sorry for winding you up. Uh, no, I mean Trump is the biggest dictator kiss ass in the world. He's dumb. He's peace, stupid. You got these peace treaties that no one ever thought were possible in the Middle like East. What? You know, like what? They don't mean much to me, but they're they're big. You got peace across the globe. You got peace NATO paying their fair share of the other NATO countries. You have one success after another, and. They're not going to get into it. If they do, it'll be for two or yeah, three I, minutes. I'd, I'd love to hear Trump talk about his foreign policy. Uh, that'd be really hey, good. a, a good. treat. And part of his foreign policy will be taking was will be being tough on China. Well, the Bidens are taking millions, are selling mm-hmm. the White House to China. But we'll, we can't do that. We've got to stick to climate change. That's important. And, of course, she will demand he denounce white supremacy. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, we got we got more to get. How much? Can I, can I, okay, but why? You when did you turn into such a whiny little bitch? I mean, every single day you're complaining about Chris Wallace, Savannah Guthrie. Yesterday, crying about Joe Buck and Troy Aikman making a joke about the flyover. I mean, this is weak. This is weak sauce, Jerry. It is weak sauce. I, I mean, really, like, Donald I, Trump I, I, I is the biggest he-man in the world, and yet he can't stand up against uh, Savannah Guthrie, Susan Page, Kristen Welker. I mean, these are not exactly the best and brightest. These are like E-listers, as I mentioned. And, I mean, Jerry, it's weak. I, I, it's weak. I, unlike you, I don't like a rigged game. I don't like – I like a fair fight. This is a rigged game. But you have Savannah you- Guthrie – by the way, that was that was so bad. I think it worked in Trump's favor. She was so shrill and just. Oh come on, so Jerry! Aggressive. She was giving she was giving a tough Alex, interview. Alex, no wonder Dino hated you. You just can't let me finish because you're because you're just spewing garbage. I mean, Jerry Savannah Guthrie hey. gave a tough interview. You used to hey, like I those. Hate to break it to, I hate to break it to you, Alex Reamer. It wasn't an interview. It was a town hall. Oh, stop! A town. I love how Alex has no answer. He goes, oh, oh. People, people ask hey, questions. It was a town hall. She asked 43 questions. The town asked oh, 10. Such a whiny little fucking bitch. I mean, oh, my Isn't God. That? Savannah Guthrie asked. You are a whiny fucking little, little, little bitch. Oh, Savannah hey, Guthrie asked too many questions. They didn't let the town hall ask questions. I mean, Jerry, this is weak tea, my friend. You sound like a little child. That's what you sound you like. Have- Complaining about Chris Wallace for three weeks, Savannah Guthrie, Kristen Welker, little baby Jerry Callahan. Hey, Savannah this, Guthrie I, I, was just giving a when, tough when you, interview. What's the, I mean, really. This, okay, are you through screaming, screeching? I'm just, I'm just saying that it this? sounds ridiculous. You sound oh, ridiculous. Hey, I'm like a little child. You used to agree. have, you used to, Jerry Callahan, for those who don't know, used to be a radio host and he used to like tough interviews. He used to give tough interviews. Now he hey, just wants gonna, everyone to play patty cakes. Okay, I'm going to do like Dino. I'm going to mute. I'm going to do like Kristen Welker. I'm going to mute you if you don't shut up for a second. Again, you're screeching. You're, you have no answer to this. It was a town hall, and the people in the town were supposed to ask questions because Savannah Guthrie, and I'll explain it to you if you'd like, because Savannah Guthrie was playing to her NBC colleagues who were upset that NBC counter-programmed ABC. She was playing to them, trying to placate them. She took over this. It wasn't an interview, Alex. It was a town hall. She's supposed to host a town hall. 
kind of like what Steffi Stephanopoulos did with his former boss, Joe Biden, sucking on his toes while pretending to be uh, impartial. The people in that and ABC got to ask questions. That was all rigged. You actually had an Obama speechwriter pretend to be an undecided voter and ask him about LBGT rights. So that was rigged too. But NBC did not do what it said it was going to do, did not let people in the audience ask questions. People were more upset that a woman behind Trump nodded and gave she a was. thumbs up a, a big than support. all the questioners on, uh, on the uh, Biden town hall lied and said they were undecided when indeed they were Obama speechwriters and Democrat activists. But anyway, anyway, that's old news. Everyone knows that was rigged. Everyone knows Savannah Guthrie lied and went out there trying to trying to placate Julie Louis-Dreyfus and Judd Apatow and the rest of the NBC people who were upset that they gave that, that, that they gave uh, Trump the airtime. And by Honestly, the way, Trump, if Donald, I thought Donald Trump was this huge alpha male, the most powerful, you, strongest guy in the world. Me? Yeah, really Jerry, it's weak. He can't handle. He can't handle. So, he can't. He can't handle Savannah Guthrie. I mean, really? Okay, is that all you got? Really? Is that your only answer? Yeah, when because I it's lame. You, it's lame, Jerry. Okay, it's a tough lame? interview. I, I, I literally tell you the facts. She asked forty-three questions. The crowd asked ten. That's not how it's supposed to work. It's a okay. town hall. Oh my God! How how mean! How mean and terrible! Donald Trump. Nothing ever goes his way. They're just. Uh, I know. mean. It's because it's just whiny, and Kirk says this too. This is what you've become is so whiny with this. It's ridiculous. You brought I've got nothing. everything. Jerry, if you, you are com- Jerry, you okay, you okay, Jerry. This is your answer to everything is, oh, you're whining. Oh, you are. Jerry, oh, Jerry, if, Jerry, Jerry, if your answer is counting the amount of questions that Savannah Guthrie asked versus the town hall people, hey, you've got nothing, job. my right. friend. You've got you nothing. If you're sitting there with your little tally, oh, that's too many for Savannah Guthrie, big mean Savannah Guthrie, who you know, who teaches who teaches us how to wrap Christmas presents in her day job as a Today Show anchor. I mean, if Donald Trump can't handle Savannah Guthrie, then woo boy, I guess he's not so tough after all. I didn't say he couldn't handle her. What are you talking about? Honest to God, you got nothing today. You really get nothing. I, I give you facts and you sit there and go, Oh, you guys are snowflakes. I mean You are a it, snowflake. It's all you tweeting. Have? Crying yesterday, all you have. perhaps the low point was yesterday, you rage tweeting about Troy Aikman making a joke about military rage flyovers. Tweeting. Yes. Rage tweeting. So I yes. point out, uh, I don't know if you have this, Colony, but uh, on a hot mic, uh, Aikman and uh, um, Joe Buck. Joe Buck, my good friend. Yeah, come on. Criticize flyovers. And I like how you guys can just get back down. Like you can get all worked up, you can get back down. So that's nice. We're nicer, calmer heads. I mean, down. Jerry used to be a tough interviewer. He used to ask hard questions. Now he just wants everybody to, you know, slap ass, which is, I'm always in favor of that. But I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, at the, the end of the day, reality is on this podcast, he has people that agree with him on majority of the time. So you come on, he fights with you. What's wrong with that? Just because he's he's giving his opinion on the news uh, on his no, 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 no. You just think on your Twitter feed. I no, I just Alex don't. Th- I just don't argue. Could, make, could bring some facts to the table, but he doesn't. Alex, you got nothing. No, you I just don't nothing. understand why Jerry it's, spends all of his time now complaining about D-list news media. Yeah, what, Jerry said, but what Jerry just said is D-list. I'm sorry, Alex, but that was the president of the United States on the stage. That was the leader of the free world that had twenty-something million people watching or, or, or uh, watching online. Or watch Biden. I mean, it wasn't getting it? the ratings. I don't understand, but anyway. Do you have the Aikman sound? Because Aikman and Buck agreed that they don't like flyovers. 
That's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about, rage tweeting. All I did was point out that he doesn't think the Kamala Biden ticket, which is notable, uh, will waste taxpayers' money the way that, you know, obviously this administration is wasting taxpayers' money. As soon as I tweeted about it, I got 100 people saying they're not wasting any money. These are training missions, training flights that they take anyway, that they they were going to fly around anyway. They have to get a certain amount of hours. So they go over the stadium, they time it. So the stadium, the people at the stadium can enjoy it. So these guys don't know what they're talking about. Secondly, you don't find it notable that he said the Kamala Biden ticket? The only one else who said that was Kamala. <laughs> but thank God he pronounced her name right or we'd call him a racist. Troy Aikman is astute political analyst as always. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. I like to see that though. Woke Troy Aikman and woke Troy Buck. He's very like- sensitive. I'm expecting him to get back to me because last time I tweeted about him, I don't even tag him. And he got oh, back to me. Right. Get up in the morning and search his name, and and he'll probably get back to me and say he was just kidding. But it wasn't a big deal. I wasn't rage tweeting. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, we got to get to. Uh, damn, we haven't even done Jeffrey Tubin. Would you just stop for a minute and let me get to these other topics? Jeffrey Tubin, Fifty Cent, Michael Savage. We don't have enough time to do them all, but we'll do our best. First, though, I want to talk about Shake Concrete. Let me tell you what Shake Concrete can do for you. Maybe you need a building. You know, everyone could use a building now and then. Shake Concrete has buildings. They have buildings. They've, they partner with Easy Set Worldwide, and they manufacture precast concrete buildings for multiple applications in a variety of sizes. Shea's been manufacturing precast buildings for over 17 years, and no one does it better. Precast concrete buildings provide the most durable and long-lasting option compared to other modular building applications such as metal, wood, masonry. Shake Concrete Manufactures delivers and installs these engineered precast concrete buildings as a true turnkey provider from initial handshake through the final installation support. With a focus on cost efficiency and quality control, each of their precast concrete buildings are pre-assembled at their factory and typically delivered and installed in one piece by their experts. Uh, you know what makes them uh, better than other buildings? They, they can uh, They can build them in the worst of weather because they do it indoors. That's unlike other, you know, wood, metal. They do it indoors in in their big plants. They build your building. This increases productivity, lowers cost, and gives the customer a legitimate time frame of when the building will be placed on site. To learn more, simply go to shakeconcrete.com or call them up and ask for Frank or Mike. These are the experts in these buildings. They'll tell you what you need. They can tell you what sizes they can build. It's the answer. You need a building, go for a precast concrete building. Call them today or just log on to shakeconcrete.com. Learn all about their precast buildings. All right, now let's get back to this, Alex, because you're my you're an expert on not many things, but you no know, masturbating on Zoom calls. I know you're <laughs> very experienced in this year. You get some insight. Question for you, Alex Reamer and Dave Cullinane. Yeah, I know you've thought a lot about this. Did Tubin do this? On purpose, because I think he did. I think in a way it was playing with fire. It felt a little dangerous, a little erotic. The story and the Vice story is amazing. It talks about him uh, jerking off and how many people on the call saw it and what exactly they were supposed to be doing on this call. They have all the details. Um, It said he tilted the camera down briefly 
to show his crotch area. He did this on purpose. He's a sicko. He's a kinky old man who did this for some cheap thrill. I, I honestly believe that because can you imagine even taking a chance if you're going to give it a grab and, and knowing that you were just on a zoom call and knowing, by the way, you're going to get back on another zoom call, just taking a chance doing that in front of your computer. What's He's kinky a, about that, by the way, like even, uh, you know, Louis CK and all, like, what, why is that an attractive thing to make people? Watch? I'm not, believe me, I don't see it. Uh, I don't feel it. I don't get it. But, um, he, um, here's here's the story that that is group uh and they were simulating the the post-election they had people who were playing liberals people who are conservatives media and they were pretending how are we going to handle this post-election and he was supposed to be the the legal analyst of the courts that's his job two people talked to vice and they said uh they both saw Tur- tubin jerking off that's the word used by vice the two sources described a juncture in the election simulation when there was a strategy session and the Democrats and Republicans went into the respective breakout rooms for 10 minutes. At this point, it seemed like Tubin was on a second video call. The sources said that when the groups returned from their breakout rooms, Tubin lowered the camera. The people on the call said they could see Tobin touching his penis. Tubin then left the call. Moments later, he called back in, seemingly unaware of what his colleagues had been able to see. A New Yorker spokesman said he's been suspended. CNN said he's taken some personal time to work out his issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two questions. Two questions. Did he do this on purpose? And what does it take to get fired at CNN? You are giving it a grab on camera in front of a bunch of women, and that doesn't get you fired? I mean, maybe he was aroused. It was a New Yorker election simulation with Jane Mayer and all these people. I mean, I wouldn't you be aroused? <laughs> and it's just so good to be a Democrat, to be a liberal. A conservative would have been fired in 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Honestly, though, I, I, I am coming in defense of Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, he, no. thought he, was, he thought he was in between Zoom sessions. He gave it a grab. I mean, big deal. Uh, What's the big deal? When you have to do it, you got to do it. He was at his home. He wasn't in an office. He was in a virtual office, which is the problem. I mean, I think they will find it. But he thought it was turned off. What do you mean? I I pointed this out on Twitter. I think it's important to keep in mind, if you're thinking about really enjoying this this guy's anguish and pain and downfall, don't feel guilty at all. He's a piece of garbage. He really is. Jeffrey Tubin's been married to he went to harvard he was a child of privilege he's a little rich kid from new york um has had everything handed to him his whole life he married his college sweetheart but that doesn't mean he's you know a one woman man he cheated on her with his colleague's daughter his colleague is jeff greenfield another moon bat liberal uh his daughter had an affair with uh, tubin he knocked her up, got her pregnant. He tried to get her to get an abortion. She refused. Then he ref- then he denied it was his child. She had to take him to court, get a DNA test, prove it's his kid. Then she had to take him to court for child support. And he finally, reluctantly, legally agreed to support, support his own child. He is an absolute scumbag. So this is karma. And this is not a bad thing at all. I'm enjoying it. I, I I think that everybody makes mistakes. We're at home. We're pent up. 
and he thought his webcam was off. I mean, it's actually comforting to me that other people do this while they're working because I've written many articles uh, during, between, after. So I, 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 I can feel this. Um, he went on CNN, by the way. Like, he went on CNN on Saturday. This happened when? Did, like, so he knew he was in deep shit, and then he still goes on cable I television. Know. Well, you have, you have that feeling in your stomach. It's like when I flew to the Super Bowl. Uh, during the Brady thing. Yeah, but you, so, you, you didn't know what, what you, the reaction was going to be. You can predict when you start masturbating and you know that the entire Zoom call saw it, you know what the reaction is going to be. You know what eh, the ramifications are. But you know are. what? Like, if you started masturbating right now, Dave, I really wouldn't care. I mean, I'd say, okay. I, I'm, I'm open to the idea right now, actually. Somebody pointed this out on Twitter. I think it was Matt Taibbi. My, uh, I'm a Matt Taibbi guy Yeah, he's now. a guy, yeah. yeah. Um, he pointed out that it doesn't matter. Tubin's 60. He'll probably get another job because he's a liberal and you're allowed to, you know, recover from these things if you're liberal and he hates Trump. Those are the most important things. He'll probably make a comeback. But when he dies, you know, 20, 30 years from now, the lead of his obituary will still have two words in it. Zoom and dick (laughs) or zoom and penis. He'll make a comeback because. He'll make a comeback because outside of Twitter, nobody's talking about it, like whether we like it or not. Nobody's talking about the story. It wasn't on network news or anything like that. I don't know that. I wa- no. You don't think I have five uh, five television on my wall watching every nightly news show out there? Every single night? He's yeah. gathering sound. He's working hard. What I'm you. doing, I, it was not out there. I know it for a fact. It's a little risque, and it just happened. I mean, it just happened. He's, he's like... Yeah, we Louis- need pictures, maybe. Once we get pictures, it'll get out there. Great career yeah. from here on. He'll always be thought of as that weirdo who had to, you know, jerk off in front of other people. He didn't seemed- think he was doing it in front of them. He thought his camera was off. <laughs> Reminds me of when I just off. figured out off. figured out that uh, part of life, and I just always had to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. He less- had to do it. Is there anything less dignified than, you know, playing with yourself? I mean, the idea of someone seeing you do it. Do you think, I, he, I mean, do you think he shares that computer chair with, like, his wife and, and family? I mean... <laughs> I'm going to guess guess things are a little icy, but it's nothing. Nothing Mrs. Tubin hasn't been through before. She's had to deal with old tube steak Tubin uh, for years now. So uh, anyway, quickly, do you have a problem with 50 Cent uh, endorsing Trump and voting Republican for one reason only, taxes? He looked at the taxes he's paying. It's outrageous, and the plan under Biden, the tax plan is: if you live in New York City, you are going to hand over sixty-two percent of your hard-earned money. If you live in California, it's sixty-two point six percent. He looked at that. Fifty Cent looked at that and said, "I can't do it. I can't vote to give up sixty-two percent of my money." And he said, "I'm going with Trump." Now, obviously, liberals can't stand that. They think somehow taxes are like charity, that the money you give to the government goes to a good cause, which to me is the most bizarre, insane way of looking at your uh, your, your tax bill. But uh, are you upset that 50 Cent is uh, on my side, Reamer? Oh, you should just invest in some real estate properties and lose hundreds of millions of dollars, and then you won't have to pay any taxes. So that that's what 50 Cent should do. Well, that's, that's one thing he could do. But I, I've since I was a kid... I used to, it just baffled me that people could vote, not just vote, but be passionate and s- support and campaign for someone who wants to take half their money or more than half their money. 
I mean, Joe Biden. Well, 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 it depends. I mean, if you're salaried, yes. But if you have investings, if you have hold, investments, rather, if you have holdings and you don't have to really pay taxes, as we know, no capital gains tax. So uh, 50 Cent is screwed because he actually gets paid in salary. There is capital gains tax. and, and I'm It's sure very low. It's not that low. It's in, it's incentive. You want people to invest. If you raise capital gains, they they fewer investments. It's bad for the economy. But whatever, the idea that you want you work hard, Reamer. I'll give you credit for that. That you want to give more than half your money to the government. I don't make that you, much. I do not have to give more than half of my money. To, I'm in the low tax bracket, baby. And you support a guy who's going to raise taxes on everybody. That's well, do you know, do you know, I, I really got screwed and I was full time at WEI because I was making uh, around 50K and I was in the same tax bracket as people who were making like 80K, which is ridiculous. There's a huge difference between 50K and 80K. So you want to got screwed on taxes, Jerry. Alex Reamer got screwed so on taxes. You're, you're like 50 cent and me. You're going to I am. You're for the guy who's going to lower your taxes, Donald J. Trump. Good, yes. good. Now- one last thing, and I have to say, I uh, talk about this because I heard this live. I shouldn't say live. I heard it on his podcast. I heard Rush Limbaugh was giving an update on his health, and he's not doing well. You can tell when you listen to it. He's got stage four lung cancer. He's not going to be around much longer. He sounds genuinely depressed about it, and I think he got a mixed bag from his recent scans, and it's, it just doesn't sound great. You know what that means to me, Alex? And I know you would agree. That means great radio. You know, if you're going to talk, a guy who got his scans, he has, he's dying, and he's literally talking about what it means to get a death sentence from your doctor. I can't think, I don't care who's doing it. It could be, you know, Rush Limbaugh, or it could be, you know, uh, uh, Rachel Maddow. It could be, uh, you know, Chris Hayes. It, I mean, there's no left-wing equivalent of Rush Limbaugh. Uh, we've, they've tried. No one has been able to do it. But anyway. Michael Smirconish. Really, it doesn't matter who it is. They're talking about the Grim Reaper at their door waiting you know, to take them away. They have this, death, have this thing that's about to kill them. And it was great radio. It really was. I mean, I know you're not a Limbaugh fan. I don't listen every day. But he was literally talking about dying. And I think... Whoever does that, if they do it uh, sincerely and they do it from the heart, you can't deny that it's a good, compelling listen. It's a good story, listening to someone talk, especially someone as famous as he is. Part and parcel of this, it's, it's, it's tough to realize that the days where I do not think I'm under a death sentence are over. I was amazed that... This guy, Michael Savage, who's in the business, by the way, I haven't heard him lately, but he used to be on locally. Now I don't even know where he is, but he's a crazy right winger. He comes out with a tweet that just eviscerates um, Rush for being, you know, like selfish, I guess, or for whining. It sounds like you accusing me of whining. Yes, exactly. He accused, accused Trump. Here's the tweet from Michael Savage. Limbaugh's crying about his cancer on air. The worst 15 minutes in radio history spilled a large coffee all over the counter and the floor. I promised my audience this. I will not drag you down with me. Best wishes, Rush, but stop and leave the stage with dignity. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I like, you know, feuds, radio feuds. You and I have been through plenty. That's insane. That Michael Savage, he's old and he's 
not going to be around much longer either. But he could not have heard it because even if you hate Rush, you have to admit that someone doing what he did was not bad radio. It was not the worst 15 minutes in radio history. What? I think Savage. I think Savage has always had uh, a thing with Rush. He just always shits on Rush. But Savage just left radio this year. He's launching his own podcast. It's a completely calculated move on his part because now, for once in his career, he has to build his own fan base on social media and shake the trees a little bit so he can get people over to his podcast as opposed to being on radio I where he's on five hundred okay. fucking I radio. I understand. He's trying, looking for attention, but that's not good attention. I mean, it's not just right-wingers, which is the only people are going to listen to him. It's everybody who sees that and says, what is wrong with you, man? The guy was pouring his heart out. Oh, it's you a horrible thing. If he, if he says, like, God bless Rush Limbaugh, is anybody going to subscribe to his podcast? Maybe no, that at least... Gonna, are you going to subscribe to his podcast for that? What he just did? Weird, there's some weird people. I'm not... I hate the fucking guy, but I don't know. There's some weird people. It's, it's publicity for a guy. He's trying to build something. But if you're relying on uh, making, I'm relying on Nats to get your podcast off the ground. I think the podcast has already failed. I would, I would say. And you know uh, what? You know what the problem is with this, Dave? Is it's not honest. Nobody honestly thinks that was bad radio. You could say the next segment after that, where he was talking about whatever Hunter Biden. I mean, that's sure bad radio. Would, right? Reem would say that's bad radio. He's whining. Whatever. You can criticize the rest of the show. But 15 minutes, when you're talking about how you know you're going to die soon, the last thing anyone would ever describe that as is bad radio. I, I don't know. I haven't heard Michael Savage lately. He was always kind of on the edge. He was always kind of a lunatic on the fringe. Um, I guess he's even worse now because that was amazing to me. That was amazingly, uh, I don't even say insensitive. I just find it wrong. I mean, it's just inaccurate. It's not bad radio. It's great radio. Anyway, um, uh, uh, we don't have time to play. You can find Rush. He's, it's on a podcast if you want to find it. The first 15 minutes, he sounds like a beaten man. He sounds like a, a I hate to say it, a dead man walking, a dead it's man It's amazing talk. he's still doing uh, his radio show. His, I, you, know, you know what he says, Alex, in this, in this 15 minutes? He says he was supposed to be dead by October 1st. And he's like, I can't believe I'm still sitting here doing my show on October 19th. It's not a good thing. When you have stage four lung cancer, you don't generally get a long time to, to do radio or talk or walk or live. I mean, he is, I think he's beaten the odds so far, but he's not going to beat him for much longer. That was clear from yesterday's uh, podcast or yesterday's show. And uh, pretty soon, in fact, I talked to someone in the business, and this is insensitive, but I'll just tell you what they said. He's uh, involved in syndication. He says there are 600 stations right now, all wondering what they're going to do from noon to three. Is There's not a logical successor. You know, Cullinane knows this. He knows people in the business. <clears throat> there, there's not that guy ready to step in, you know, like like Tucker stepped in for Bill O'Reilly. There's not a guy. I would think maybe Mark Levin. Because all the guys are already established, like doing their own thing now. They're not going to shake the trees on some of their other, you know what I mean? Like they're like a Ben Shapiro well, right. slide into something like that. No, I mean, Ben Shapiro, I mean, that's a step down for him to go from podcast to terrestrial radio, right? I mean, that's the thing. Well, all these new rising. He's, got, he's, he's already done it. Part of his podcast is on terrestrial radio, but it's not on 600 stations. Yeah. He might be the guy, but Mark Levin, I think, wants to be the guy, but he's old and yeah. he, he wants to go from nights to noon to three. 
but he's 65. I mean, I, I would say just like if, if, if they have a brain on their head and they follow what's going on on social media and on the internet, I would beg and plead for Dan Bongino to do I was a radio just show say that, but you know what? this podcast. That's what I would Dan Bongino could step into that noon to three. He's 45 and he's got all kinds of energy and that would work. He's got cancer too. No, he's no, got he's diagnosed with lymphoma. So he's battling cancer. So I don't know. You know what? It'll probably be uh, whatever. Mark Stein filling in for a while until they figure it out. But it is an interesting question. Who steps in for Rush? It's I know it's insensitive. He's still alive. He's still kicking. He still does a good show. But sad way to uh, sad way to end the podcast today. Why don't we all just drop our pants and uh, <laughs> turn up the heat in here? I thought already ahead of you. Hubbard's <laughs> excuse. I thought the camera was off. Yeah. So you're sitting there at your desk. And you think the camera's off and you think this is a good time to give it a grab. I mean, yeah, why not? You, when you, sometimes you have to, I mean, again, when you're simulating Jerry, the election, I mean, that's the most perverted thing about this. It was during some like weird election day simulation, right? Where Jeffrey Tubin was playing the courts and like Jane Mayer was playing the Republicans and this one, it was so, so weird. So you think the fact that in the simulation that Biden won, you think it got him aroused? Well, it's a disputed election. That's what they were simulating. They were simulating right. the disputed so we, election, right? Courts. That's right. Good point. Yeah, Tubin was the courts. Yeah. And 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 uh, Amy Coney Barrett made the deciding was the deciding vote, and we have Trump for four more years. I don't think he'd want to spank it to that. But anyway, it was it's fun watching the downfall of this scumbag Tubstake Tubin. I will enjoy it and. Uh, and so lots of other people, including, you know, people in his personal life that know what an asshole he is. But uh, anyway, Reamer, uh, you can uh, find Reamer on, what is it, Substack? Yeah, Reamer? subscribe to my Substack, Reamer.substack.com. If you want to be generous, pay to subscribe, $5 a month or 30 a year. And uh, find me everywhere else. Find him on Forbes and on uh, out. Out sports, out sports not out, pick, out sports. There you go. He's not always as unhinged as he is with me. This is the, the we get the ream, we get the crazy. Unhinged yeah, this is ream. fun. I, I like being on with you. It's which, which is why we have you here, even though you know you don't have a lot of answers. You just do a lot of whining, but that's okay. All right, Reamer. Thanks, man. We will talk to you next week. Enjoy the uh, the rigged debate on Thursday. Um, it's going to be insane. I bet you Trump yell. He's definitely he's definitely going to yell over the while he's muted good. there's no doubt good no doubt. Yeah. who who doesn't want it to go off the rails who wants a nice civilized no. polite debate nobody the, wants pen, the pence kamala debate was the most boring thing ever no give yeah, me you didn't like because pence killed her but um that's just wouldn't be in trump's nature to behave we need him to be himself he's on a roll i think he's, he's got on a roll him. i think this week the numbers are shifting i'm i feel good again Maybe tomorrow I'll feel differently. Right now I feel good. All right, so just go away now, Rima. Don't ruin it for me, would you? All right, thanks to Rima, and thanks to DCU and Allied Paving, and thanks to Shea Concrete, and thanks to Raycon. What else, uh, Cullinane? I've got everything on my list. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. What else? Didn't I send you? Uh, I don't know. I think we hit all the story. We didn't really hit the eight thing, but hey, not a big deal. We we no. Alex said I was uh, uh, I was enraged. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Quote is the one enraged. I mean, yeah. that. I, I want flyovers. that clip to tweet it out. I will. I will. <laughs> I, I I love flyovers. I must admit, flyovers are cool, and I never thought you know it was wasting taxpayers' money because these guys that's what they do all day. They fly around. They use up gas all day and. Occasionally, we get to enjoy it. We get to see them. 
And I never knew that Aikman and Buck were a couple of liberals, a couple of pantyways liberals. Uh, these hot mics, man, they're catching a lot of stuff lately. I'm enjoying the, this hot mic phenomenon in the Zoom age. But uh, all right, that's it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.